If you're an established woman in tech who is creating results and making an impact at work, so your workload and stress just keep growing, but promotions and salary bumps remain a distant dream, it's time for a change. Listen, we all know the tech industry has dramatically changed. It's time your career approach did too. You don't need cookie cutter programs or dusty advice from outdated playbooks because What works for tech bros won't work for you. You need individualized, bespoke support to build your brave career. One that reflects who you are as a woman in tech. I invite you to explore career coaching with me. Get all the details, including prices and client results at tricksteinbach.com. You can stress less work less, and earn more. You've already earned it. Let's make it happen. Welcome to the Celebrate Brave podcast, a podcast for women in and around the tech industry. Every week, we dive into the conversations, frameworks, and best practices to help you stress less, work less, and earn a lot more. My name is Nicole Trick-Steinbach, your host and the international bravery coach for women in tech. Let's go. Hey, before we get going, if you are listening to this in real time, boy, have I got a surprise and a gift for you. So November is my birthday month. And this year I'm turning 42 years old, which for those of you that are fans of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy means I'm turning the secret to the universe. And to celebrate and to help you leap forward into and through 2023, I'm doing something very special. I'm offering the five-day Build Your Brave Intensive for free. Starting on November 14th, 2022 till November 18th, 2022, I will be hosting a group coaching and learning program to walk you through the Build Your Brave Framework 2.0. You will get at least five hours of coaching with me and your fellow participants for free. You'll also get access to my updated, brand new, never seen before worksheets for the Build Your Brave Framework 2.0. Now, in the past, I have charged corporations thousands of dollars for this learning. And earlier in 2022, I did my first open enroll program. Women from that program reported that they increased their salary by double digits. Many, many women reported that to me. Another woman relocated her family to the city of her choice. 
Others reported over 50% reduction in stress. 50% reduction in stress. What? Amazing. And this time, we are going to be going through the Builder Brain Framework 2.0. So you cannot miss this opportunity. It's available for everyone and anyone ready to build your brave, choose yourself, your goals, ready to stress less, work less, and yes, earn more in 2023. You cannot miss this exciting experience. The link to sign up will be in the show notes, and it's also at my webpage, tricksteinbach.com. I am so excited to experience this incredible course with you to see how you build your brave, to experience the results you create, and to make a huge difference for you and for all of us in 2023. All right, let's go. Hey there, woman in tech, and welcome to this episode of the Celebrate Brave podcast. Today, I get to share a fabulous human being. She is our guest today. She is a client, and she is someone who's been teaching me a lot about Frisbee and setting up a life you love. Jackie Padal, I'm so excited you're here. Hey, Nicole. Glad to be here. So I just love, because we've had an incredible journey together, but I would just love to invite you to introduce yourself to the audience, however you want to. So yeah, my name's Jackie. I'm 27 years old. I'm a bit of a reformed high achiever. Um, and yeah, just... Uh, Wait yeah, a just- second. Halt. <laughs> Stop. Was? You're 27? Wait, did I say 27? I'm 28. Oh my goodness. You're 28? Stop yeah, I'm 28 years the old. record. Yeah. We're, I think, I'm pretty sure you're the youngest person I've ever coached. I had no idea. You're 28. Okay, sorry. I interrupted. That is not the most important aspect of who you are, <laughs> but I got so excited. Okay, and so you're a reformed high achiever. I love this. Yeah. I come from a... Uh, multicultural background and I yeah I've just always kind of been drawn to beautiful things places and food that's Mm. how I like to structure my life (laughs) beautiful places things and food that is fantastic oh thank you for introducing yourself that way now are you first gen are you second gen immigrate immigration wise? I'm first gen on my mom's side. You're first gen on your mom's side. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. I because I remember talking that on one side I'm second gen and on the other side I don't even know. I don't count mm-hmm. that well. Oh, that's so neat. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much. 
as we've been working together, I have heard so many of your brave stories. And it's one of the reasons that I really wanted to welcome you onto the podcast. Of all of them, which one did you want to share today? I really wanted to share my brave story of walking away from my last job. Oh, settle in y'all. This is fun. Okay. (laughs) So yeah. So to set the scene a little bit, um, I had been in this job for going on five years. Um, It was only the second job I'd ever had. And I had been in that place of still kind of in that place of, well, what do, what does society and my family say comes next? Um, And I had recently kind of become aware of certain like personal finance topics and lifestyle topics that I had kind of opened my eyes to just all the different ways there are to choose to live your life. Mm. And it had kind of created this sense of, of desire within myself that I'd never really had before. Um, going through college and then first jobs, I had always thought of myself as I'm not the dreamer. I'm not that person with a passion project or a dream job or anything like that. And And this was kind of countering that. It was saying, well, maybe not like you thought the way you see everyone else, but there's still there's still that passion. There's still those things in you that you want from life, things that you realize make you enjoy life that much more. And so that was kind of having me reevaluate my working situation and go through the start of the pandemic. And I had moved home. And so work was a big part of like pretty much all of my life for going over a year And I was getting to the point of like, okay, I want to make this the best that I can make it. And so I tried to start having conversations with my management around these, these are the things that I want, that I want my work life to look like. And I want to work with them to make it happen. And initially it was, it seemed really positive. I was trying to talk to them about making remote a permanent thing, Mm -hmm. um, talking about making sure that my compensation reflected the value that I brought to the company. Um, My boss even acknowledged to me that he thought I was 10 to 15% below where I should be compensated. Oh yeah. And, and so that seemed to get off to a good start, but then when it started to came to taking those next steps, it felt like we just hit a brick wall at that point. My, Um, The team leadership was just firmly against any kind of remote work situation. The company had given managers the flexibility to do what was best for their teams. And he was just like, well, we're not going to do this. We're going to pretend the last year didn't happen. You're going to come back and you're going to need to be here. Um, Oh, my goodness. And on the other side, it we went through a whole performance cycle and I there just were no results and no real explanation as for why not, or like we still recognize the value and we're going to 
adjust for it in these ways. I tried to talk about non-monetary ways that I would still feel like I was getting feeling valued and, and getting more, but they were all just dead ends. And so it just grew this frustration inside of me. And we were coming up to, there was one of the dips in the pandemic cycle and there were starting to have conversations again about, okay, well, this is what the coming back to work plan is going to be. This is our timeline. And on the work side of things, we were coming up to a project that I knew was going to be really painful and I wasn't looking forward to. And I just got to this point of, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be doing this. I don't have any sort of connection to my company or the people that I'm working with. And it just came to this moment of, then why? Because of the, the risk, like the, the learnings that I'd done and changes that I'd made from um, the personal finance uh, topics that I'd looked into, I had enough of a cushion that I could feel comfortable and even make my parents feel comfortable with me stepping away <laughs> for a period of time. And so it just came down to why is I don't want to be here. So why am I? And giving myself the permission to say, I'm not going to. I'm going to choose to not do things that I don't want to do. Yeah. So I gave my notice and I took a break. And it was kind of thinking about it. I, I'm trying to remember if I realized this in the process or after the fact, but I was thinking back and I realized I had never taken a break of more than two or three weeks since I was 17. Wow. That's crazy. Like, how did I even make it this far <laughs> without a breakdown? And so take like, just recognizing that and then giving myself that break was just, it was, it felt like a really, it was just a really mm -hmm. powerful moment for me. Yeah. Choosing you. Yeah. Choosing you. Oh my gosh. Wow. So I knew part of that from the very first conversation that we had when we talked about like what's going on and what do you actually want. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'll tell you, especially since this is an audio medium, right? Um, Y'all cannot see my face. I was shocked when I heard Jackie say that she didn't have these like dreams or she didn't identify herself that way. Because Jackie, you were so clear in our very first conversation. Mm -hmm. This is the life I'm heading to. This is what's important to me. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm willing to do to get there. So that break based on some financial and some emotional cushions that you had created for yourself, mm -hmm. that break must have opened up so much for you as well. Mm. Yeah, it was it was definitely something that was building. Um, so like that, those couple years before I stepped away, because that was a lot of what I feel like gave me that motivation, motivation to just do it was I had, like, I had started to learn that, yeah, this is this lifestyle that I want to lead is 
Um, it's ambitious. It's going to require certain things. And, and I tried doing it one, the kind of the popular way, the way that everyone generally talks about the way to go after it is just work, 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 and then you can take a break. And Mm. I realized that I can't like, that's, that's not going to work for me because it was like, I, the, that pattern, that, that choice to just completely throw yourself into work and um, accept the delayed gratification down the line was, I, I liked the idea of that, but it was, mm-hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't turn off everything that I wanted for such a long time. I had to remind myself of why I was doing it. Yeah. And so that's why, especially then taking the break and getting to live for a short time the way I hope to live in the future. Yeah, it was, it was, it was so um, affirming to me of this, like, this is, you're going in the, going to the right place. Like you, you have your head on straight, you know what you want, you can stop second guessing yourself. Um, And now you can just go after it. Yes. Yes. And so I think we're talking about financial independence, right? Like yes. choosing if you're going to work, choosing if you retire, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, so I carried a lot of debt. I came from, you know, all of this poverty and stuff. And I did this one person's program and it was really extreme to get out of debt. It was mm-hmm. so extreme. And I'm really grateful that I, got out of debt at 27 from college and things like that. I'm really grateful that I learned the discipline and the determination and the commitment to self. But I'll tell you what, man, if I could go back, I would say to 24 year old me, Hey, listen, maybe it takes you two or three years longer, but take that road trip to Luxembourg. Mm -hmm. Enjoy another coffee in the beautiful spring weather with your friend. Relax. Buy yourself a, I don't know, a magazine or something like chill because it's, I look at that time and I'm both proud and grateful for her and the skills I built. But I also now at 42, almost 42, my birthday is coming soon. Why not celebrate in October, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know, now I really, I look at that with some more distance and with the calm and with the space that I've created and I'm much more compassionate. Like it doesn't have to be this extreme. It feels very like male driven capitalist mm-hmm. hoard everything now and enjoy it at some point later. Mm-hmm. And I think I like you, I, I really appreciate working in phases. I have phases that are intense and I have phases that are less intense. And particularly because I chose to have kids like that's even more important to me. I don't want to work throughout the years where they, you know, I don't want to work to an extreme in the years where they are most vulnerable and most soaking up what a, what a role model looks like. Absolutely. And the, and that was the other part is, is being so young and Mm. particularly as, um, 
these public health issues come up, recognizing that I'm not guaranteed 40 years down the road. Like, yes. And I'm not, and yeah, like you have no idea what could happen. It could be internal. It could be external. And also just people change. Everyone changes as they go through life. And maybe 10, 15, 20 years from now, I'm different. And I don't want to do the things that I want to do now. And Mm -hmm. so that's, or I, or I'm not willing to do certain things that, that I could get away with now. And I, I didn't want to lose a whole section of life experiences because I was waiting. Yeah. 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 To hit some magical number, somebody somewhere calculated on an Excel that has nothing to do with your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for, so how long was your break? So it ended up being about 10 months from, uh, Mm -hmm. resignation to first day. That's a baby. That's having a baby. (laughs) The nine month thing is a lie. Everybody speaking from somebody who did it twice. If it's 40 weeks, Okay, both of my babies were like super comfortable. So they came out like 41 and 42 weeks. That's 10 months. Yeah. That's 10 months. You rebuilt your entire wow. That's fantastic. What surprised you the most? So you made the decision. Mm-hmm. You covered that beautifully. What surprised you the most in your break? Hmm. In your life phase. You know what? Actually, I just heard that come out of my mouth and I was like, oh my God. That is such shit. I don't like that word because you didn't take a break. You stepped into a powerful aspect of your life. Like when we say break, we're, we're like centering work, but that's not Mm -hmm. the center of life, is it? Yeah. Okay. So let me ask that question in a different way. I just had an aha, everybody. So what did, what surprised you the most in that life phase? I think... I think what surprised me the most was how I ended up building my own patterns and to what degree. Because I often think previously, I'd, I'd often thought about having all of my time to myself and picturing like having my own little schedule where I would like naturally wake up and then I would make myself breakfast and like, and like have like a period of time where, okay, I always get up and then I have breakfast and then I do yoga and then I read or like having my own little schedule. And it surprised me how much I was more mood driven in a way. So it was maybe one day I wake up and I'm just feeling really energized. So I, um, I have a big breakfast. I do, um, a little workout or, um, go for a walk outside and maybe other days I'm just, I'm just not, I'm just feeling a little slower pace. So I, I, maybe I just, I just have, I just have some water when I wake up and then I just sit with a book or just sit and do puzzles or stare out the window doing absolutely nothing for just until I feel the energy just get up and finally have food or who knows. Um, 
And so I would have days where I would, cause I was still like trying to, um, do a job search at the same time, like while I was in this phase. Um, so some days I would get up and I would knock out four applications. And there were some days where I would literally just take six, seven hours in the afternoon and I would just read. I would go find a nice spot outside and read until it was dark. So I was just because of these kind of notions of myself that I had in my head, I, I thought that I would be a very kind of schedule repetition based person. And that was not what ended up happening at all. Oh my, all that freedom that you gave yourself. Oh man. Yeah. I have those reading days too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Where I'm like two kids, dog, husband, household. I'm like, mommy needs a reset. And I climb into my bed. I have four pillows around me. And I'm I'm just I just finished this book called Under the Whispering Door. And that became it's about um death and rebirth and what is love and who gets to love whom and things like that. And literally I at some point I came downstairs and was like, uh uh-uh, uh, mommy needs freedom today. Mm-hmm canceled a few. I, f- I think I had a, a meeting with my financial advisor and something else. And I was like, mm-mm, 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 mommy needs a reset. Cause I, I just, that freedom and following my hormonal energy moods and things like that, that is such a beautiful surprise that you had. So how, how is it like bringing that in now? Cause you've been now full time for three months, four months. Uh-huh. How long has it been? May. Oh my gosh. So over, it's over been like six months. months. Yeah. Wow. God, time flies, girl. So how is it now with all of this freedom and this knowledge of who you are and how you thrive? Now you're working full time mm-hmm. again. How is that all balancing out for you? Um, it's definitely still a work in progress, I would say. Um, because I found that a lot of my balance was giving myself the the time and space to do nothing. Um, and I found that that, mm-hmm. that was definitely something that was that like that I needed just like my brain or just my energies. Like I need those times to just sit and zone out, whether I'm literally staring at a wall or maybe I've turned some TV on. Um, and working full time is just the amount of time that I have in general is so much less that the balance of that is much more difficult. So it's become, it's required me to take a closer look at everything that I'm doing outside of work to really understand and prioritize what is, um, I know, so I, I have a better sense now of what I need, what my body needs. And I have all these things that I enjoy doing and people that I love to be around. Um, but now that I have that better understanding, really having kind of hard internal conversations around, um, is this important enough that um, it pushes something else out of the way. Um, Ooh. Yeah. 
Oof. Yeah. So my evenings and weekends have definitely become more valuable time. Certainly. And I, I definitely think a lot more about when I get invitations or I come up with, with ideas of things I want to do. Um, just thinking a little longer about um, what that'll mean and, and what I want to get from it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think a lot of people can feel that deep in their bones. How do I want to spend this one precious moment, this one precious Mm -hmm. evening, this one precious weekend, this one precious life? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Constraint is a really important word about how we fill our times. And um, one thing, so I lived in Germany for such a long time and that is my baseline and living in the United States with kids, it's really shocking to me how much people put on their calendars. Everybody has two activities and then there's a trip and then there's this and that and I have to volunteer or I'm a bad person and those kinds of things. And one thing I really want to stress, but I also, I just love about you and I don't know we've ever had this conversation is your bravery to do nothing and to be with yourself. Mm One of the things I really encourage women, clients, myself to do is to explore meditation or mindfulness. And it is so clear that you are safe and secure with yourself by how you show up, how you take in the coaching or you take in the advice and you decide what you're going to take for yourself through a process that for me is totally opaque, but it's so, so powerful for you. The bravery, really the bravery to do nothing is something that if I can whisper that into everyone's ear, it would really be, be with yourself. Turn off the radio when you commute to work, sit in silence for five minutes a day, choose to meditate if that, if that like speaks to you, but I think one of the most powerful things that you've done is choose to be with yourself and to feel not just okay with it, but you feel really good about it that when it's reduced, you notice it. Yeah. So thank you for your brave story. I love that. I learned a lot too, which is very cool. So obviously as you're going through this, you're looking around. And one thing that you mentioned is like what's expected by society or friends or families or institutions Mm -hmm. or whatever, and that you chose to do something for yourself. But did you have like somebody that was a brave role model at some point in your life that supported you in stepping into your own brave that that you would want to share with us today? Yeah. So I had someone who I did wasn't quite on the level of, of a of a personal connection, but I got to to know her very well through a blog that she writes, and um, being able to follow her uh, her life and her path, and and even uh, when when a brave enough 
have some little back and forth in, in her comment section. But yeah, her uh, the blog was A Purple Life, and she goes by purple because she keeps it anonymous. And she was really kind of, it's actually kind of funny because you were just talking about um, the being able to, to take that time in silence and, and embrace it. And she was definitely, she was one of those people that really helped, helped me to embrace that because she is, so she's a financial independence is the primary space that she talks to in her blog. And she, her story really resonated with me because that was one of her big things is embracing leisure and unproductivity. She called it slug life. No way. Slug life. I'm a, I'm a fan slug (laughs) life. Y'all we heard it here from Jackie via purple. All right, cool. (laughs) Keep going. Slug life. I love it. It was in kind of the, the early stages for me as I was trying to find my way through um, and trying to find different, different paths through the financial independence because it was a lot of the same stuff and it wasn't super a, a lot of it wasn't quite resonating um because like i said i i already i had like a suspicion that i like i wasn't doing this to go after a passion project or um to spend more time with like to raise a family and so i was really trying to find I was like, surely, like, is there anyone else out there like me? And finding her was just a revelation because she talks so much about, yeah, just being able to embrace taking afternoon naps or just sitting outside listening to the birds. And and so that was really being able to, to see myself in someone else who was doing the same thing and a, a little bit ahead of me. She's actually, uh, she made her, she hit her retirement goal of 30, uh, I think a, a year and a half or two years ago now. Um, and yeah, just being able to see parts of myself that I hadn't been able to find elsewhere in her story and, and her success um, helped me to, to embrace those parts and to, to embrace them and to just and and have ownership of them and not feel like I have to apologize because I'm I'm different in that way. It's like, no, this is what I want and it's totally valid. So it is to- okay, we're go- I'm going to say it. it is totally <laughs> valid. I love that you are following this goal of financial independence for your own reasons. It's one of the things that I have just found so much pleasure in in coaching you because it's not about traditional roles or responsibilities, expectations. It's about what really drives you forward and those, as you said, the beautiful people, things, and places, right? And just always coming back to that. So, okay. So purple, and what's the name of the blog again? A Purple Life. A Purple Life. Purple is one of my favorite colors of all times. That's fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. And I, I also love how you did have some direct engagement with her, but 
just her sharing her story mm-hmm. ignited and freed for you your story. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. And now you're going to be doing that for other people via this <laughs> podcast, if not other ways, which I love. I'm so excited. Okay. So last question. So you shared your brave story and your brave role model. You've already given us so much richness to bathe in. Pleasure of doing nothing. How did coaching help you through this period as well? Yeah. I, coaching to me has really helped me to embrace authenticity. Um, I've always wanted to really be able to present myself as honestly and authentically as possible. Um, It's something that I've always found so beautiful in other people that I've seen do this successfully. And so I wanted to do that on my own and, or for myself. And I but I always, I found that I would second guess myself and particularly when it came to things in the workplace and career wise, I, whenever I felt like I didn't have enough information or I felt a little bit lost, I would, I would automatically kind of shrink back from that authenticity. And I would start to just go with what I thought we were supposed to, what you were supposed to say or what people wanted to hear. And so coaching through answering those little questions that I was just like, is this how things normally work or what's expected? Um, And so just having those little answers and that little bit of extra structure and, and, and resource really helped me to kind of ease the nerves and just be able to stop second guessing and just embrace the authenticity of who I am and, and what I want and be able to present that in a way that I'm confident in that I know is that I can still be professional and that I can still be professional in this environment while being authentic and confident and not having to worry that one is taking away from the other. Yeah. Oh, that is so beautiful. That is so beautiful. Thank you. So as you were talking, a story of our time together came up for me, which was you were in this interview process with a company you were interested in, job you were interested in, and they asked you a question about, would you want you know this customer facing more or would you want the data facing more? And you answered, honestly that it was the data that was really interesting for you as well as the customer, but the data would come first. And I remember you being nervous about that and then them being so excited. They found somebody who was like, yes, data. (laughs) (laughs) And it was such a great um, example of what you just shared, which was you showing up as you in this, in this just calm you just have this beautiful, thorough, calm energy about you. And that was exactly what they were looking for. And you knew that, that that's what they wanted. And they knew that that's what they were going to get. 
and it worked out pretty quickly from that perspective. Yeah. 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 That's definitely been, um, one of the, one of the best examples of that throughout this, um, this process and that these last few months and year, it was, it was, it was very scary. I'll say even, even with the confidence from coaching and, and going in there kind of committing to this is what I'm going to do. It was like, not that not knowing how they were going to react was like, Oh my goodness. But then, yeah, hearing that from them, their response of, yeah, okay. I appreciate you telling us that. And, and being like totally on board with it. And it was just like, Oh my goodness, (laughs) this can like, this is working. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And this is one of the reasons why I really wanted your podcast conversation to come after accountability and the build your brave framework for this, this season. And people will be listening to this in their order, but as we're releasing them, it was because I think the biggest work you did was around letting other people have their responses and you being you, like you said, authenticity. And it was, it was like, um, it was just like, I can't even think of the metaphor, but it was like this big blossom happened. You know how like in the spring and you're walking around and all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, all the flowers are open. When did that happen? It feels like it happens yeah. overnight, even though yeah. it didn't. That's what it felt like when you started to release how people would respond and telling your story in your way. It just, it was like just so much it was still scary. And I really appreciate you sharing that. Just earlier today, I made a decision that has to do with my kids and I needed to to fill in the paperwork and I, I got really nervous just filling in the paperwork about us and who we are and, and what's important to us. So I love that you shared that aspect as well. And I'm really glad that you got that, that moment and that it worked out as well. I mean, it was going to work out, period. You're so skilled. You're so <laughs> skilled. Well, thank you, Jackie. Thank you so much. Um, It's, I think you're going to ask people if they want to connect to do it over LinkedIn. Is that right? Yeah. If anyone wants to to reach out, I'm, uh, I'm sitting out there in the LinkedIn space. If you want to connect to Jackie, absolutely LinkedIn, it'll be in the show notes. And Jackie, thank you so much for sharing and sharing your unique story and your unique energy. And it's just been such a joy. It's really been a pleasure to coach you. So thank you for the trust as well. Thank you so much. It's been a beautiful process. All right. Until next conversation, brave it up, everyone. Bye. Hey, before you go, our fellow women in tech really need these insights. So do them a favor, pop on over and leave a rating and a review on your favorite podcast platform. Help them find the Celebrate Brave podcast. All right. Thanks a bunch. Until next time, brave it up.